you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Welcome to episode 91 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and to you, the Destiny community. Wherever you are, however you are, and whenever you're listening to this show, we want to thank you as always for making this show a part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge. And my name is David. So I want to apologize to everybody. Um, I'm moving around a lot of stuff, so we weren't able to do a live show this past weekend, but we'll be sure to put out a live show this coming Friday um, for everybody to go ahead and interact with us. We definitely love having those live shows, so we definitely don't want to remove that. But I did want to offer an apology to all of you who are excited to watch that live show. Everything will be streamed on the Mash Shows Buttons Twitch uh, page. So as you already know, go over there to check out our past shows. And they'll also be uploading everything to the Mash Shows Buttons YouTube page. In fact, our last episode, episode 90, is actually on the Mash Shows Buttons YouTube page, which we will go over that in the post notes. But everything's being consolidated. We want to make sure that everybody has one single site so that they can get their content easily. And very, very quickly, um, we want to get this stuff out to you, our Destiny audience. And the best place to do it is either on the Mash Shows Buttons website or on the Mash Shows Buttons social sites, which we'll include in the post notes. But we also want to make sure that you guys check out all the other amazing podcasts that are available here on the Mash Shows Buttons network at www.mashshowsbuttons.com. Get involved with In Orbit by sending us questions to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at inorbitpodcast. There you can connect with us on Discord, and we're going to include that in the show notes because it's a weird URL. But besides that, David, how has your week been? Oh, you know, my week's been good. Uh, there hasn't been a ton of Destiny, to be honest, mainly because Call of Duty came out and I've been. Uh, Grinding that a little bit, but it has been good. Um, I'm looking forward to faction rallies coming up. Uh, that will definitely put me back into the Destiny world. Uh, I'm gonna betray future workout though because I really want that sword. <laughs> How about with you, Jorge? So I gotta be honest. I haven't been playing much, much video games, which is very, very weird for me. This week there was a big, huge release. Obviously, we had Call of Duty World of War, uh, World of World War Two. Sorry. <laughs> Ah, uh, I can't speak today. Um, so we had Call of Duty World War II, and we also had Super Mario Odyssey recently. And I picked up the game, and it's still in the shrink wrap. I, oh, uh, no. 
So I, I've been, for people that don't know me, I've been doing a lot of training lately and um, just been very busy either training for the Spartan Virtual Challenge, which I was able to do this morning, um, and just been busy with work. So Destiny kind of took a step back this week. I did not play any Destiny, didn't play very much video games, but I intend to do some later today, and I hope to have some fun. So let's go ahead and talk about Destiny itself. Uh, which I know a lot of people have been struggling to play, unfortunately. Um, but we're going to get some content soon. But before we get into that, let's talk about the patch that just came out recently. And this was on both PC and console. So if you're looking at the patch 1.0.6 notes, this, these are the notes from Tim Williams, the senior designer over at Bungie. During the first faction rallies, we had a chance to learn about how the activities motivated gameplay. We looked at the time invested compared to rewards and made the following adjustments. Strikes now reward faction tokens at the range of five to nine per completion, and was it's up from three to seven. Nightfall now rewards 10 to 18 faction tokens on first completion per character. Completing heroic public events now rewards five faction tokens, down from eight. And destroying enemy resources no longer rewards faction tokens. You can't just go into a lost sector and spam it. However, if you open the lost sector chest, it now rewards you three faction tokens for each fire team member. My theory is you can still kind of cheese this because in the Trossland section, there are three lost sectors there that you can easily go from one to the other to the other and open up chests. So it's not as big a cheese as it was before, but and I don't even know if you really call it a cheese, but it's not, it's not it's meant to be spammed. The one thing I don't notice on this list, however, is the one thing that I mentioned on the one show when they were doing faction rallies, which is the raid doesn't give you that many faction tokens for each section. That just seems weird to me. I would think that the raid being the hardest activity in the game, quote unquote, um, you would want to encourage people to do that. And the best way to do it is easily this. You get five per, or let's say seven per completion on normal, and then 15 per completion of each section on prestige that way you're encouraging people to do these harder activities but at least they did encourage you to go to strikes you to do public events um and doing lost sector completions rather than just cheesing and getting out of out of there yeah um i agree with the raid thing definitely um it seems like the raid needs to have more encouragement to it for sure just because it is a hard activity. And even if you only make it so you can get the tokens like once a week, only on your first completion of the raid, and then the raid token amount come down, I feel like doing the raid on a, its first completion should give you an abundant amount of tokens. Um, I am very happy with some of the patches they uh, took part in, though. I really like that um, we can now not spam 
faction rallies because that was or not faction rallies not spam the uh lost sectors because that was just kind of weird to me that that was even a thing um and i am happy they brought up the other activities i wish there would have been more for respawn strikes like i know they brought them up but still the time investment just i i don't think will be worth it if you're going for the hardcore grind when you compare it to um something like using um uh heroic uh public events or just even lost sectors like you said on the trost lands so Mm -hmm. i just wish they brought that up a little more but in general um I am happy that they changed the tokens a little bit, and I am excited to have a reason to go grind Destiny again, just for a week even. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about some of the weapons that you're going to be getting. Now, I don't know the official name, so please bear with me, but I am looking at the rewards. So New Monarchy has the sniper rifle, the pulse rifle, the sidearm, and a hand cannon. Future War Cult has a submachine gun. The grenade launcher, boo. Wait, Auto t- rifle. T- out. Did you say a pulse rifle? For, yes. For new monarchy. For it's a, yes, it's a scout. It's a high impact scout. That's a scout. Yeah, it looks like a pulse rifle. I know it's a high impact scout. Okay, so I'm wrong. So that is a <laughs> scout rifle. Uh, this uh, future work all has a submachine gun, the grenade launcher, the auto rifle, which I hope. Uh, I really recommend that you at least have one character that does uh, Future World Cult and gets this auto rifle because it's the number. And if I'm not mistaken, it's glass half full. Um, it's a really, really, very, it's a really, really good auto rifle. And right now, auto rifles and scout rifles are the top. So I personally have a lot of fun with it. Uh, and also, Future World Cult has a sidearm. Uh, Dead Orbit has the scout rifle, which you earned last time and now they're just going to be dropping it. The reward seems so weird. <sighs> that That is very weird to me um, because it just seems like that was supposed to be the exclusive reward. And theoretically that should have been like a gun that was way better than something you could earn from normal rewards, which I mean, it could still be maybe the perks are even crappier than the crappy perks we have on the one we won with dead orbit last time. But it is very, very weird that, this suddenly prized gun that you had to win is just something that's going to drop over and over. Yeah. It, like, like I said, it should have been an exotic that you should have been going for, but that's just my opinion. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's the, uh, vice energy scout rifle. Um, there's a submachine gun and a, that's I'm pretty sure a pulse rifle just based on the magazine. And uh, which one? For dead orbit, the uh, auto rifle is that an auto rifle? Yeah, it's like a skate lock style. <laughs> it's not your day, Jorge. It's okay. It's not my day. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, the the three things that we will be fighting for is the new monarchy sword, a future war called fusion rifle, uh, which looks very very similar to the one that we got in Destiny One, which is a little disappointing, but that's beside the point. And the Dead Orbit Grenade Launcher. So basically, they made it so that the only two that should be winning are New Monarchy and Future World Cult. Because nobody wants a Dead Orbit Grenade Launcher. Right. Or they shouldn't want it. Oh, please. That's it's, the last it, thing we need is Dead Orbit to win again and get another damn Grenade Launcher. I See, I thought they'd done us a favor last time in making it so Dead Orbit wouldn't win. And then 
somehow the Dobrit still won. So mm. you never know. People just like to be gothic, I guess. I guess. But yeah, that's the faction rallies, which I still think need they need something more. These these rewards are very, very weird and very, very strange. I, I'm not a huge fan of them. And if I'm not mistaken, I already have the, the new Monarchy Sword. The sword? No, it, it never dropped before. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I have the Crucible Sword, which looks, which looks exactly like it. But that's, <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> you can't yeah. tell stuff apart. No, no, I agree that Faction Rally needs something more, though. I feel like there needs to be some type of event. I, um, kind of similar to how Iron Banner just has its own like Crucible playlist. I think there needs to be some type of event uh, whether it's like a, a strike playlist or uh, salvage salvage. Yeah, it could be salvage uh, where it's like a faction independent crucible thing where you only play with people from your faction. Even what what if it was like a, a team doubles style thing or team triples and um, you played with people from your faction against the other two factions? That would be pretty cool. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more that that I expect from these things, and it, I'm not trying to be all negative, Nancy, but it just seems like it wasn't fully thought out. The faction rallies, and even though they made these improvements to it, I don't think it's enough to really capture my attention too much. Um, I'll I'll be grinding it out just to get the the shaders that I want, which, hey, I mean. They are what they are, but I, I, I'm uh, I'm trying not to sound all negative. I really am not. It's just it just doesn't seem all there. Um, I don't think it's necessarily you sounding negative, though. I, I feel like a lot of the community feels this way. It's everything that uh, we've had in this game just feels like it's not all the way there, and we need just a, a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So, in addition to that, Trials of the Nine has returned. Um, they finally removed that bug with the uh, emote. So now you're able to go into there without any cheese. Problem is, they gave you survival. So <laughs> have fun. Um, I got to be honest, I, I haven't played much Trials. Just haven't been all that interested. I'm not, not all that fond of the game mode um, for survival. And... It's an okay system, but it just seems like since if somebody does it, everybody gets rewards. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Good old clan rewards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say would say that um, I've played since the update a little, and um, survival does go faster, so that could be a bonus to the game mode as a whole. Mm -hmm. and they did it they did change the the timer and and items for for uh for survival yeah the number number of lives is down and the timer is down as well so that that makes it feel a little bit better but it still is not as fun a game mode to me as countdown and i'm like you i haven't really jumped into trials that much i went flawless and since then i just haven't really had the drive i guess mm-hmm all right. So with that, David, why don't you go ahead and talk about Mash Those Buttons?
Well, Mash Those Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. And are you like me and enjoy video games and nerd culture? We've got the place for you. Ripped Apparel is your destination for t-shirts, crew neck sweatshirts, tank tops, and accessories to help deck you out in the items you love and care about. And right now, if you use the coupon code INORBITPODCAST, you get 10% off your order. The website is www.RippedApparel, and that's spelled R-I-P-T-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. And make sure to use the coupon code INORBITPODCAST, all one word, at checkout so that you can get 10% off your order. All right, with that, let's talk about the actual biggest news of the week, and that is Curse of Osiris. It is official now. Not fake. Not fake news. It actually exists. And we finally get to see an image of Osiris. Now, in Destiny 1, Osiris was famous for one thing, and that was his Trials of Osiris, the Crucible event that was replaced by Trials of the Nine. However, he did have one line that was present in Destiny 1. And that was when you go to the uh, the Shrine of Oryx mission. If you were to do that at the beginning, you, you hear what he's talking about. The schism of life, matter, and life. The Shrines of Osiris must be, uh, Shrines of Oryx must be destroyed. That's that one line that Osiris had in the game. He had many other lines, but they removed a lot of Osiris from Destiny 1, obviously, when they did the the whole refresh. And we're finally going to get to see him in action. In fact, in the, the video, which we'll include in the show notes, Osiris is firing his gun. He's, he's using the Dawn Blade. He's taking out Vex left and right. So we're finally going to come face-to-face with this mentor. And per reports and... This is a little bit of a spoiler, so if you don't want to know this, plug your ears. The big rumor has been that Osiris is going to replace the speaker in the tower as the new speaker. Yes. Now, is that that, um, speculation or reports? It's a combination of speculation and the... So when Destiny 2 was released on PC... People started digging through the code. And that's when people were like, oh, again, more spoiler. So I do apologize for people who are listening and give us give this about a minute or two. But the reports were, oh, you know, things are going crazy. Uh, Cade's going to die. Um, Osiris is going to be in the tower. He's going to be the new speaker. In fact, when you go to the tower, the new tower, There's a speaker's room in there that's been fully furnished and decked out, but the speaker's obviously dead. Um, The big thing is that they believe that Osiris now is going to come in and fill that void and do whatever he's going to be doing um, in there. However, 
we are going to be able to go, and this is everybody, to the lighthouse. The lighthouse will be the new social space on Mercury. And we'll be able to go to the old areas that we were at. My guess is Brother Vance will be a vendor over there. Um, we already know that Brother Vance did record some lines, which is going to be very weird. Um, to oh, not, see Brother Vance? It's going to be weird to see him? No, I'm, I'm mixing Brother Vance up with uh, Bro, uh, Master Ives. Master, It, it would have been weird if Master... You know, it wouldn't surprise me, but if Master Ives shows up, considering that the same guy that voices Master Ives voices Devram K, like it would be weird to have two vendors or which which one's Master Ives again? The uh the the cryptarch in the in the reef. Oh, okay, okay. It's the same voice, and they sound almost exactly like. So I hope that they don't bring Master Ives back. Not because I hated the character; it's just. It would be weird to have two characters with the same exact voice and say almost same intonation and everything in the location. I mean, the reef needs a cryptarch, doesn't it? And speaking of the reef, when you look at the video, not the reef, sorry, at the lighthouse, my bad. Right. No, but jumping on that point, when you go to and and view the video, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you right now. It's not the reef. What do you think it is? I. It's the lighthouse as a destroyed lighthouse in a vex future they they said that already oh newsflash folks anyway <laughs> so what we do know is that the the infinite force if i'm not mistaken that's what it's called is the new patrol area on mercury and we're going to be going through time and space to fight the vex now, they did mention that there's going to be lots of new activities. Um, we'll talk there on, in fact, November 15th at 11 a.m. Pacific time, which is 10, 9, 8 a.m. Eastern. No, I'm sorry. 11, 12, 31, 2, 2, <laughs> 2 p.m. Eastern time, which is then 7 p.m. UK time. Uh, they will be live on Twitch to talk about the places you'll go, the characters you'll meet, and the enemies you'll fight. On 11 a.m. Pacific Time, Tuesday, November 21st, they're going to go ahead and show off some of the new activities that will challenge you and your fire team. And on at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, November 29th, we get to inspect the new inventories and see it all in action on a brand new Crucible map. They're going to have people from the development team showing what's going to be happening and what they've been working on. Um, my guess is the team that worked on Rise of Iron was helping out with this since Chris Barrett did talk about some of the updates that they uh, and asking people for information about what they're looking for with Curse of Osiris back on Twitter. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out and how it all comes down. Um, but there's the one line that's been bugging people a lot. And the the line that, that's been really bothering people about, about is new raid activities. That doesn't specifically say that there's going to be a new raid. In fact, when they did the gameplay reveal for Destiny 2, they specifically mentioned a new raid. 
This is very clearly new raid activities, which means that it could be a refresh of Leviathan of some sort, maybe new rooms to discover or open up, or as was on the video, we might be going back to the Vault of Glass. So, uh, my personal opinion, I don't think it's either of those. Because I don't see us going to uh, Venus. What I what I think it is is um, just like, remi- I don't mean to interrupt, but just a reminder: the Vault of Glass, even though it's on Venus, it exists in the Vex time weirdness. But anyway, anyway, um, didn't go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I think that it's just going to be uh, new six man activities in general. So I don't think it's going to be what we're used to seeing when it comes to being a raid, but uh, there was a, I think it was a screenshot given out of six people in orbit over Mercury. So I think it's going to be something like a six man patrols or um, like six man strike type thing, stuff like that. I I don't think it's going to be full raid, but I think it's going to be six man activities, if that makes sense. So, I'd be interested to see how that plays out. In fact, I would hope that they make Patrol 6 player. Like We're at the point where it's just, what's the point? Like, like it why make... is it not 6-man? Right. Just it, it would be more fun. It would allow us to have all the necessary people that we would want to do public events. Public events are fun activities. Um, it would allow them to refresh public events, which have gotten a little stale. Um, which I think is a very good thing to refresh those things every so often to change things up. And with regards to raid activities, I it's one thing to say six-player activities. It's another thing to say raid activities. And I'm not discounting what you're saying, but I'm leaning on Vault of Glass for some reason. It, 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 I have I no think that's proof. Nostalgia. It's not even nostalgia because to be, I mean, for me, Vault of Glass, even though it was the first raid we all did, wasn't my favorite raid. I'm not saying it was a terrible raid, but I found Wrath of the Machine to be a lot more fun. And then I always have fond memories of um, King's Fall. I mean, that's where a lot of the game, uh, for a lot of people, that's where a lot of the game reached its peak. Um. Not to say Vault of Glass is bad again. It's just I, I like I believe those two other experiences were superior. And I want to see what they do exactly with with Curse of Osiris um, with regards to those raid activities. It would be very disappointing if we went back to the Leviathan raid um, and it had Vex for some reason. Right. Yeah, that that would be weird. Um and I I wouldn't necessarily like it unless the uh, it's, it's showing more into who Emperor Callus is and what he can control because of the powers he works for. But um we did see some what looks to be a giant vex in um the previous oh, giant golden vex thing. So maybe that'll have something to do with the activities. I don't know. The one cool thing that I that we did see is 
there's that one image that everybody thought that the hunter was holding a thorn, um, which re- is really just a hand cannon with the, the one weird scope on it at the end. Um, there was that big green like orb or like it looked like one of those satellite receivers. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, that's where the new raid is. It's like, you you know, you need to slow down because it wouldn't surprise me if what we saw there, since there's three people there, was a strike. Um, strikes tend to have large set pieces. I mean, the silo on, um, what is it, Rise of Iron. You have um, the entire section for Alakul leading up to Alakul. That's a very impressive set piece right there. Right. Um, so there's a lot of things that 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 could be, but my money is on that being a strike section. Right. All I know is I'm excited to go to Mercury and actually play on it in PVE activities um, outside of the one mission for the Sunbreaker. And it's going to be interesting for for a lot of people who never had the chance to go to the lighthouse, and to and my and I think that there's going to be a lot of vendors in there. Like it, there's you, you just looking at it when when we went in back in Destiny One, you saw all the different possibilities, all the different locations, and I'm pretty sure that they're going to use a similar thing. Obviously, upgraded to Destiny Two's engine to make it more lively it's gonna be very cool to see i agree i agree it's gonna be pretty cool and uh going back just a little bit because i want to touch it mm-hmm. uh, touch on it you want to touch yeah, it i want to touch it <laughs> um the <laughs> pictures of the uh osiris hanging around with someone in the background someone on facebook pointed out a similarity similarity to the cloak of the exo stranger and like i don't necessarily think it would happen but it would be super cool if the person that he is hanging around with through all of that is the exo stranger i mean again going back to old stuff um from destiny one the original story based on the leaks and items from jason schreier and other stuff was that the exo stranger was an agent of osiris Right. And, and that, I mean, we, we already know that the Exo Stranger travels through time. That's not a coincidence. And even though Luke Smith said, you know, we're done with the Exo Stranger, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they use the Exo Stranger just in passing with Osiris as a nod to the character and to kind of tie it into Destiny 1 a little bit. Yeah, even if he's just talking about that stuff about stuff that happened with her in the past and you see it in cutscenes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly believe that, that that whole section is Vault of Glass just based on how it looks. But it wouldn't surprise me if they use the um, the Shores of Time thing. And what I mean by that is, so Shores of Time in Destiny 1 and what's the new one in uh, Destiny 2? The name mm-hmm. of it? A new what map? The 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 name of the map that looks that that is based on Shores of Time. Oh, I don't know. I I honestly don't know anything about <laughs> map names. So the reason I bring that up is a lot of Vex architecture is copied and pasted on different planets. Nessus is a planet that was 
invaded by the Vex and mechanized. And they have a lot of similar structures and similar buildings and whatnot. It wouldn't surprise me if there was an, another section of Nessus that had the giant spire from that we went up in, in uh, what is it called? Uh, House of Wolves. So, okay. so, yeah. so that's a way of, of, you know, bringing it back. In fact, it wouldn't even surprise me if going using that same theory, Vault of Glass was copied and pasted on Nessus. Okay. Uh, it's it's right now everything that we're saying is obviously theory. It's it's not it's not a one hundred percent guarantee. We're just There's going barely any backup behind our theories. But our theories are based on what has been present in the game and what we're seeing and what we've experienced. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that Bungie recreated the Vault of Glass on either Nessus or Mercury or something, and that'll be our new raid activity. Or, or going through time through a portal to get into the Vault of Glass or this versions of Vault of Glass to play around in. Once time travel's in play, there's a lot that gets put on the table. Do you think that they would go back and use that as an excuse to bring back all the old weapons? Um, No, I think they just bring them back anyway. Because, I mean, they have shown us already. Speaking of that, Jade Rabbit's coming back. I'm pretty psyched for that one. It's going to be interesting. I, I mean, I really hope that they make it... So, I I'm, I'm cool with... I'm partially cool with it. I'm I'm cool with Jade Rabbit coming back, but I was kind of hoping that they would bring Fate of All Fools. And I I guess I understand why they don't want to do it. They want to make its own special thing. If that's the case, I kind of hope that they add a little bit more to Jade Rabbit and make it an elemental. Just because even though Jade Rabbit was cool to use in PvP, it didn't have much application outside now, of... Now, hold on. In mm. PvE, that thing was a monster. It was okay. I loved it in PvE, dude. I, String those body shots, then you can just take out majors left and right. I, I didn't think it was terrible, but it, it felt more at home in PvP. Uh, well, in this current meta, no high-hitting scout rifle uh, feels at home in PvP, which I don't like. I'm not okay with that, just because I love the high-hitting scout rifles. Mm -hmm. And uh, the new new Monarchy scout rifle is also going to be a highest-hitting archetype. Mm -hmm. And I, I really want it. I love how it looks. It's just I know that when I get it, PvE is going to be the only place I can really use it. Mm -hmm. And there's still not much use for it, because at, at the way the game is working currently, you just need... That mid-impact tier scout rifle is your your need for everything, basically. Right. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be excited for with regards to Curse of Osiris. I'm just worried that it might not be enough for a lot of people. Um, people have a lot of expectations that this Curse of Osiris is going to be the thing that refreshes Destiny 2 to be what they expected it to be. And I'm not sure that there's, there's... I don't think there was enough time for Curse of Osiris to get everything right. I still think that there's a lot of work that needs to be done 
and that they're still going to be working on it after Curse of Osiris is released. That's not to say that it's not that they weren't going to rest on their laurels and, and be done with it once Curse of Osiris hit. I just think there's way more that needs to be put in, and I'm pretty sure that they're aware of it. And I'm just concerned that people are going to be putting too much on Curse of Osiris to fix their destiny woes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we're going to have to honestly wait all the way up until the year after release, but when it, when it's whether it's a, a comet release or whatever they do, I think that's when we can really judge to see if they've um, put Destiny Two into a what I would say good place, which it sucks because it's very far away. But um, in the meantime, like obviously, don't panic. Come back and play during special events. The DLC is going to probably have some great story content for you to play. And we'll get a month or two out of that. And then there's another DLC coming after that. You can get a month or two out of. Maybe they'll do a spring update of some kind. And then obviously other games, you know. So mm-hmm. so don't don't panic. I think Destiny is not over yet. Uh, it does have a future. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, so we got Osiris coming in, in December, December 8th. And then we got the next DLC, which is coming out in spring. That's the only thing that they've said. Which wouldn't surprise me if they pushed it all the way back to to May. So that's five months right there. Break. I'm hoping that they do an a mid update where they throw on a strike or two. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that this game is lacking really is strikes and incentive to do strikes. So here's the hoping that they they add some strikes. Like I said. The bosses don't need to be actual creatures. I would be more than happy to have a section where the bosses were like tanks or something like that. So here's to hoping that Destiny 2 gets its, its items addressed quickly, as soon as possible, but at the same time with high quality that we're expecting from this game. Yeah. All right. So... That was a pretty quick episode. Um, was there anything else you wanted to throw on before we close this bad boy up, David? <sighs> no, no, I, I think I'm good for now. Um, I, I really want to see more. Uh, obviously, uh, the streams that are coming out, Bungie's got those three streams coming to cover stuff that's coming in Christopher Cyrus. So uh, like you said before, and uh, after that, we'll have a lot more to talk about, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So David, close this bad boy up. All right. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to In Orbit. We are available on a ton of platforms, so please make sure you're spreading the word. The best way to do that is to simply share In Orbit with others. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Downcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and we have an RSS feed. Links to each are available right on the Mashos Buttons website at www mashthosebuttons.com and make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mashos Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on Mashos Buttons Network at mashthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. For any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule for all scheduling details. You can check us out on twitter.com slash mtb site, twitter.com slash podcast. Facebook.com slash mash those buttons, YouTube.com slash mash those buttons, and you can join us on Discord, and we'll include the link to that in the show notes. And as always, you can email us at 
inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. David, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Bolt or streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DS Bolt. No spaces, no underscores. And as always, you can find me on all the different social network sites and gaming platforms via my screen name, GoToNRG. That's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls, points and directs, shapes and forms. I may not enjoy everything that lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, and what is in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the entire In Orbit team, David, Jarrett, and myself, we want to thank you for listening to our show, and as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your Destiny Calls. <laughs>